Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by the Science Ambassador Scholarship, a full tuition scholarship for women in science, technology, engineering, or math. Applications are now open. And by listening to this, you are legally bound to tell an eligible high school or college student it's the law. You have to do it. Or you can tell somebody who uh, has a friend that is an eligible high school or college student. Yep, you have to do that. They can apply at scienceambassadorscholarship.org. Remember, you will go to jail if you don't do this. <laughs> or maybe just because you broke a different law. Could, could be. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! And again, we're not doing themes anymore. Fuck themes. It's <laughs> just so stupid. Uh, so the first question is all about, uh, what is it about? In- meeting internet friends. Meeting internet friends. What's the second question about? Uh, when a friend uses a word you don't like and that word is fat. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I was like going to make a quip, but no. <laughs> no just just it. cut it. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Trin. Here's a sentence I never thought I would say. What up? Tell me about your dentist appointment. Oh, it's wonderful as always. Okay. It's just warm, welcoming. Sidebar, we're not going to talk about what a dentist does in your mouth. We're just going to talk about a positive experience Trin had recently oh. with her dentist. Yeah, if you have dental worries, do not fear. We're not going to talk about molars. I I might. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So every time I go to the dentist, it is like being welcomed back home. They love my teeth because I take very good care of my teeth. Sidebar, even if you take very good care of your teeth, which I do, you can still have a poor experience at the dentist. Absolutely, you guys. Trin, you got lucky. You have teeth privilege. I have good teeth. And you work hard. I have good teeth privilege and I work hard. It's a winning combo for a perfect teeths. I floss every fucking day, Jen. So do I, and I'm still cavity prone. Well, but this is about me now. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. I put a spotlight on you. Please take the stage. So uh, spotlight directly on my teeth. <laughs> so uh, I walked in, and he's and my dentist goes, I can tell that you floss from across the room. Your gums are so stippled. And I was like, <sighs> what does that mean? <laughs> and he's like, there's no inflammation at all. You, none. He's like, you're. they're the perfect shade of pink. And I was Beautiful. like, thank you. Thank perfect you shade of pink. My gums are the perfect shade of pink. He told me that it was clear that I went on a flossing rampage. How <laughs> do you use the word rampage? Rampage. Rampage. Flossing rampage. This kills me. I wish you went to the dentist more so I couldn't. I get these updates from you every six months and I wish I got them weekly. <laughs> you should have a weekly call with your dentist. Oh my God. So another interesting thing. So... So I've been doing this new weird thing. And I know you're going to hear this and you're going to be like, of course, but really internalize this. You guys, every time I have a problem, I Google how to fix it. Okay. And I know that that sounds ridiculous. You know, like, of course, if I have a problem, I would Google how to fix it. But I was like, why is my laundry so linty? And then I found these little balls you put in with your laundry makes them less linty. You know, it's like, like even the littlest shit that I just was like, I guess I'll just put up with it. I'm not fucking putting up with it anymore. This is amazing. So another thing I Googled was, I don't like the chip in my front tooth. I have a little chip in my front tooth. And then Google was like, your dentist can just shave it off. Oh my God. Way to take control. Thank you. So I go to the dentist, compliments my gum. So he's already in a very good mood. (laughs) And I was like, hey, dentist. So I've got like this chip in my front tooth. 
I feel like my front teeth are a little too big. Can we do anything about that? I'm just like floating this out there. And he goes, Trin, I would love to. Wow. And he, he goes, would love to? Yes. He used the word love. Love. He's like, I've just got this little, it's like, I'm going to sand down your teeth and we're going to take care of it. He's like, and uh, and like, just tell me what you want to do. And I was like, great. And I, so I started buttering him up. I was like, so dentist work is usually like a science and this was more like an art, isn't it? Oh my God, Trin, you are such a dang charmer. I do what I can. And he goes, yes, this is, it's like sculpting. Oh my God. And then when he, he does it and he's like, how does this look? And we're like, you know, doing the thing. It's almost like I'm in a, in a um, like trying on dresses in a dressing room. And he's like, what do you think of this one, girl? You know? Oh my God. And then he goes, this was such a delight. I'm not even going to charge you for it. Holy sh! Wow. I know. Trin, I'm just, I'm just going to say what I know everyone listening to this is thinking. He might love you. <laughs> um... Uh, you know, I think he loves my teeth. He's in love with your teeth. He's he is romantically interested in my gums. Okay, I want to tell a quick dentist thing. Too. I would love this. Please do tell so, me about your teeth. So okay, <laughs> no one's ever said that before, ever to me or anyone else. So I would just want to you know start off by saying I have pretty good teeth. They're white. They're not a shade of. They're maybe a shade of off white. You beautiful they're, smile. Thank you very much. It's very expensive. I had braces when I was a kid. Anyway, the point being. A year ago, I went to the dentist for the first time in a while, like I was overdue. And again, my mouth is not gross. But that said, some they got <laughs> that when the dentist is back there, they see things. And sure. the hygienist was like, she she was like doing her thing, cleaning, and she pulled back and she looks at me and she goes, "You drink a lot of coffee, don't you?" Oh no! And I went, "Yeah, and a lot of wine. I drink a lot of red <laughs> wine." And I could tell she was on the verge of saying more, like, "Yeah, like a lot." She was like opening her mouth to say that, but then she like rescinded the comment, like maybe I shouldn't say that. And I spent the rest of the appointment thinking, okay, I could be the patient that drinks the most wine and the most coffee. Someone here's someone the, has to be. someone has to be yeah. that person. Why not me? I think that that, first of all, is a distinction of honor. Shoot for the fucking moon. For the moon. Second, my dentist also noticed a little bit of staining, but he said, oh, it looks like you got a little bit of Starbucks stains back there. <laughs> so he was like, he said it in like the cutest possible way. Wow. He is so good in not giving people a complex. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's a very non-scary way like the dentist is a scary situation. It's not fun except for me. I'm yeah. the only person who has a great time with the dentist. Trin strolls in. She throws open the door. Spotlights come down. Everyone's like, Trin's here, guys. Trin. Woo, Trin's here. A cabana boy just starts fanning me with a palm leaf. A bluebird alights on my shoulder and yeah. sings me a song. Yeah. I speak and squirrels come out of the windows and like and listen to my every word. A hygienist comes and holds your hips and then you do a conga and back to the chair. Exactly. This is exactly how it goes. Jen, music were you playing? there? Yeah, I mean, I can picture it. <laughs> do you want to talk about friendship now? Yeah, we probably should. First question? First question. Hi, Jen and Trin. Just wanted to start with how awesome you two are. Thank you. Damn feel right. Feel free to elaborate in another email if you want. I'm currently tagging along with my significant other on a business trip and an internet friend. We talk occasionally, play some games, and I've helped her through a few important decisions. Is on vacation here in her hometown with me. It'd be cool to meet her in real life finally, but I don't want to impose on her vacation time. And a lot of her job involves dealing with people on the internet giving feedback. Should I reach out and ask if she wants to meet up or just let her enjoy her time off? I feel like just asking the question is imposing, but I also do want to say hi and meet her in the meet. Meet, meet. Meet, meet. Ha <laughs> ha. I like it. So one thing right off the bat, 
is we, we talk about this a lot, that asking questions are not imposing. And for people who are guess rather than ask, it can feel very imposing. But there are ways to soften the question. Too. Totally. And ask in a lighthearted, low-key way. Right. Yeah. I asking agree. the question is making the invitation, I don't think, is imposing. I agree. And even and it's just saying like no pressure or I know you you have very little time off, so please, you know, I'm not gonna be insulted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love my friends and I use the phrase no pressure all the time. Even yeah. my close friends that are that like I know in real life, we always say no pressure. And translated, that means I won't be offended if you bail. Or we are both anxious people who often need to recover in the privacy of our homes. Or I love you, but tonight I want to watch TV in silence with no one around. These are all acceptable decisions and feelings. And that's what no pressure means to us. I even have a friend who said, can you just assume I say no pressure anytime I invite anything? Because I'm going to forget to say it, but I always mean it. And I was like, that is such a good move. I love that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because everybody has a different threshold for saying no to things. And it's very much on the asker's end to make it okay to say no, you know? Right. There's a wrong way to ask the question. And that would be, you know, I'm going to be in town at the same time you are. And that never happens. And I would just love it if we could meet up, like maybe even just for a little while. And like, just if you just keep going like that. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Don't say that. Even if it is, don't say that. Right. Like you can float the idea. You can just float the idea. And here's an important thing. I want to know. Does she want to meet in the meet? Like, have you, have you ever discussed meeting in real life before? Do you know if she's met internet friends before? Because, like, if not, this might be freaky. Or new. Or you new, know? yeah. And, like, and I think that giving her the opportunity to say yes is also really good. Totally. I mean, if she's never met an internet friend before, this could be a really cool opportunity to do something she's never done before. So when you go in asking the question, also bear in mind that, like, you're not asking her to, like, floss your teeth for you oh here we go turns just low-key bragging no i'm just talking about the i got teeth on the brain my friend ew that sounds terrible (laughs) um but you are you're not asking her to do this like awful favor or something for you you're just presenting an opportunity to meet up and i don't think that that's some weird thing you're not asking her to do anything fucking strange yeah yeah that's exactly right and you mentioned a lot of her job involves dealing with people on the internet giving feedback so she works in customer service or community management, and, and it's probably really hard some yes. days. I was a community manager at one point, still kind of am, and oh my God, you, she might not want to internet with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, she might not. Yeah. But she might want to, you know? Yeah. like uh, She might be like, this is the one nice person online. Right. Right. And, and, and I think also if you have a very specific plan in mind, because it sounds like you have free time kind of tagging along with your SO. And she is specifically going out to like see her family, see her hometown. So if you are the one who takes the burden of planning, saying like, hey, there's this coffee shop nearby where I'm staying. If you want to like hop in and like grab a cup like after like 11 a.m. on this day, let's do it. I like that. Yeah. I like setting boundaries like that too. Like a cup of coffee is such a low pressure way to meet. It's not like let's go sit at a long dinner that has a wait time and we have to get a reservation for. Like that's kind of a lot of pressure. But a coffee can be under a half hour. Mm-hmm. Or if it's really fun, it can be ours. I, I agree. This is, this is not going to be as harrowing as you think it is, one. And two, you seem delightful. And I, I think that uh, hanging out with you sounds good. So, like, if she says no, she says no. But you are giving her the opportunity to do something fun. 
And I, yeah, I agree. This person is delightful. And it sounds like they won't be offended if the answer is no or there is no answer. Because there are many reasons why someone might not want to meet a friend from the internet. And it doesn't, it doesn't reflect badly on you. Also, if she's stressed out by the question, then she just won't answer. Yeah, that's true. And there's lots of reasons why someone might not answer. Maybe she's nervous or her phone died and she didn't see your DM. Or she's camping and a bear ate her computer. Who knows? Or she did the thing that I always do, that somebody will text me and then I will think that I said something back. But no, I just thought my answer at them really hard. (laughs) And then the alert is gone because I already looked at the text. Then five days have passed and I don't know what to do. Could be that. Yeah. We've all been there. So I guess basically make the invite, do it in a low-key way, but then I think leave the ball in her court. Yeah. Like, you know, set up a low-key invite, but be like, hey, no pressure. Just you reach back if you want to do this. I like that. I like saying, like, reach back if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And saying no pressure. No pressure is such a good word. Two words. Two words. Phrase. Good two words. Two words together. Combo. (laughs) Is that everything? I think we handled the shit out of that. We always do, Jen. Oh, no. Every day. I mean, every week, because we don't do this every day. I wish. I wish. (laughs) Should I go with question two? Yeah, do it, do it, do it. So this is like our, so the first question is like, we had an answer. Yeah. This is going to be a big discussion. This is going to be a, oh, I need to think deeply yeah. and make sure I, I, I do a good job. Yeah. This is going to be intense. Yeah. Dearest darlings, Jen and Trin, I have a friend whom I love and cherish, but who has a habit that's upsetting to me. When we eat together or talk about meals. She'll sometimes make little offhanded comments about fat behaviors she's engaged or engaging in. Things like, I'm going to be a fatty and order dessert. Or, I just finished all my fries. I'm going to get so fat now. I recognize that she's saying them as jokes, and I respect her relationship with food and what works for her. But the matter of fact is that I am a quite a bit overweight, and she is not at all overweight. The problem had become more pronounced to me recently as she successfully lost quite a bit of weight, and I gained some. I don't think she means these comments aggressively at all, and I know it could be her way of dealing with her own eating habits, and I fully respect that. But that doesn't change the fact that they really sting. They stick in my head for a while every time, in the way that someone saying something nasty to you does, even though she never directs the comments at me. I will say, though, that sometimes she comments on things that she does that I also did. Like, I ordered dessert, too, or I also finished all my fries. Is this worth talking to her about? And if so, what can I say to keep it as non-confrontational as possible? I don't want to insinuate that I think she's trying to be an asshole. And if it's not worth talking about, what are some strategies for dealing with this kind of thing internally? Oh, man. So Jen is, like, sad, and I'm, like, I'm just, like, clawing the table in anger. Yeah. <laughs> and, so and like, I just, I really like this asker because they already did so much internal work. You can tell in this question how understanding they are and how they keep being, like, I know my friend is not insulting me, but they still kind of are accidentally. Right. Like you said, they're not, uh, these comments aren't aggressively toward me, but they're still hurtful. Like, you've already done some internal work here, and good job. And I'm sorry you had to do that. Yeah. And, and before we really get into it, we want to be very clear that fat is not a slur and we're not going to treat it as such. We're not going to tiptoe around using the word fat. It's a state of being. And we believe that every size is beautiful 
Every size deserves love and care and acceptance. And there's this amazing quote from the old show, Third Rock from the Sun, that having fat is just a more luxurious ride to carry around your brain. Love that. I love that too. And we're not here to debate whether or not being fat is unhealthy. Fuck that. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Even if fatness is unhealthy, it's nobody's, it's nobody's freaking business to police anyone else's body. And you know what else is unhealthy? Doing what I'm doing right now, which is sitting at a desk, which I do like all day. And yet nobody's going around to my like desks at our job and staring at them like, wow, it's so unhealthy that you sit all day. Are you really going to keep sitting in that chair? Are you going to keep doing that? You should get up and do a couple of jumping jacks to make sure that your blood is flowing. Are you sh- are, are you really going to sit? Are you going to sit? Are you going to keep sitting? Really? Oh my God, I'm going to be so lazy and I'm just going to sit for a few hours. That is what we do to people of size. Because we as a society believe that everybody needs to endeavor to be as visually pleasing as possible according to whatever the fuck our standards are of of the day this is a way that in particular we keep women in line you have to be as small as possible you cannot take up space you cannot have the room you need you cannot eat nutritiously you have to eat for beauty you cannot enjoy yourself yes exactly Uh, you've let yourself go (laughs) <laughs> and that phrase is so telling because your let yourself go means you are not trying to keep to that strict, straight, narrow line that we want you on all of the time. You've let yourself go. You're not following all of the rules. I'm very angry, as you can tell. I'm very fired up. And let me say one more thing about fatness. Oh, this part's good, Trent. Do it. I'm not going to put up with any emails from y'all, which I don't think you're going to send because you're all very loving and empathetic people. But I'm not going to put up with any emails being like, fat people take up too many resources. It's not green or some other god awful garbage. Because here's the thing. You know who takes up actual more resources than the average person? Rich Americans. McMansion owners. So shut up with that self-righteous garbage and go microwave yourself another frozen prepackaged meal and throw away all the plastic because you are garbage too. (laughs) That was so good. I'm just... Anyway, I agree with Jen. You're right on all levels. Her comments are probably not personal. They are a societally trained verbal tick. And this mindset has a lot more to do with her self-perception than it has to do with you. Right. And that is true. And it is thoughtlessness. And it is unacceptable. And I think it should change because it affects you. Yeah. Being hurtful to another human being is enough reason to change what you do. Full stop. Yes. I have no follow-up. That's correct. That's it. But here's the thing. If you start this conversation, as you know, you you said you want to be as non-confrontational as possible. The reason why you're having that feeling is because you are aware on some level that when you talk to her about this, you are going to be confronting her privilege. And thin privilege is a thing. It just is. Women in particular who are thinner can navigate society more easily Because in general, the people who are in charge of everything still, men, will accept what you do more. The more visually pleasing you are, according to whatever standards that we have, the easier it is for you to navigate society. It's a hard conversation. It is. And and make no mistake, this is going to be a mixed bag. It's going to be a mixed bag of understanding and total garbage. So just enter this knowing what you can forgive and what you can't. Yeah, and you, you get to decide that. Man, you know, it's funny too, because it also really depends on the friend. It like, does. You know, there's some friends that I'm so close to that if they said the word fat, 
in the way this person is saying it. Right. I would go, don't say that. Right. Don't use it like that. Or, hey, that kind of bothers me. And there are some people that I'm like, should I get into this? I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to like take this on, mm-hmm. you know? So I understand, I understand your hesitation here. And it's okay if you listen to it and decide not to, but let's make you feel equipped, like, and ready to do this right. in case you want to. I agree. One of the first things that she may say is, I don't see you as fat, or that's not a word that, that I would describe you with. And here's the truth. It, that's not the case. You self-describe as a fat person, and fat people are beautiful. The end. And what she's saying is, you don't fit my internal description of what a fat person is. So all these negative con- connotations that society has trained her to associate with fatness, she doesn't see you as having. So you in yourself are a, a counterexample to the societal training that she has. Oh, yes. Yes, in every way. And she's going to be confronted with that. Yes. And it's going to be awkward. And people, when they have this cognitive dissonance, they sometimes get angry or, or they get def- upset. Defensive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's if you confronted her about any privilege that she has. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. What do you think this conversation looks like, Trin? Like, how does it start? Because there are so many roads you can take to start it. Yeah. And it seems like the two of them hang out quite a bit. But they're not on the casual friendship level of, bitch, why are you saying like that? You know? <laughs> oh, my God, bitch. Stop it. You know? Like, they're not like that. Right. Right. And that's uh, okay. The way we would be to each other. Yeah, yeah. We're like, Trin. Well, like, Like, that Jen. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, Trin, don't say that. Jeez. That kind of thing. Exactly. Like, they don't have that, that rapport. I mean, you could, you could do that. You could do but that. But it might be a surprise to, every, <laughs> right. to everyone involved. Exactly. Yeah. I I know that we often suggest that people wait until they're in the heat of the moment to have these conversations, but this might actually be one where when you're outside of it, it might be easier. Holy shit. I was thinking that and I was like, I don't know if that's, what, what does Trin think about this? You just read my mind. <laughs> Thank you. Because like when you're sitting across from the person, you might not want to bring it up then. Right. You just might not want to. You might not want to quote unquote ruin the meal you're having together. Yeah. And I know it sucks that that's on you. It sucks that it's your responsibility to make this decision. I wish this person was more aware. But to be real with you, it might really ruin your evening if you bring this up. And I don't want your evening to be ruined. I agree. I'm thinking of you right now. Yeah. I always want to leave it up to the discretion of the asker to decide what feels most comfortable for them. Exactly. So it could be a phone conversation. It could be a conversation while you're just having a walk. It could be an email, honestly. Just be like, hey, I didn't know a non-awkward way to say it. I mean, just go out and say that. Um, but sometimes you make these comments about fatness or, or yourself, and uh, I am a fat person, and I don't want to feel like you see me as this big bad thing you never want to be. Right. Because I right, think right, 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 right. I think the reason why she's so comfortable throwing these these words around in this manner is because she has depersonified fatness. She does not see that as something that is a living uh, quality in society, she sees it as something that she does not want to be. She sees it as, as, am I describing this okay? Yeah, I see it as a form of othering. Yeah, it's like the big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like lingering. Because she doesn't really mean these comments. No. They're throwaway comments. 
And it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's correct. They're still, they're still hurtful, and she doesn't get to decide if her words are hurtful or not. Exactly. So, I mean, Trent and I have had intense conversations before over text, so I'm just saying it's possible. It it's, certainly it's is. It's possible to do email, text, and, you know, maybe even if you do it in person, it might be worth writing down some of your thoughts. I write down everything before I have a serious conversation, and I'm like, no, that's not how I feel. Or, you know what, that's actually a little harsh. Or, I mean more this thing. I think you're off to a good start in the way you phrased uh, your question to us. Yeah. Like, you made us understand. Absolutely. I mean, the, the actual question that you asked is, is it worth doing this? And can, what can I say to make it as non-confrontational as possible? Yes, it is definitely worth talking about this. Because she's your friend. And she should want you to feel comfortable. And if she's defensive, which I'll tell you what, I, I think she might be a little bit, but I think it's something you can work through because you are close. I think that's something that can be, can be managed. Um, and how to make this as non-confrontational as possible. Be very clear that you know that she's not doing this to hurt you. She is doing this because society is garbage. Another like non-confrontational way to do it. Don't do it in a group setting. Yes. I yes. mean, that might make her feel piled on. Mm-hmm. And we're, keep in mind, we're taking cues from you because you told us a couple of times that this person is not aggressively directing them toward you. If they were, we would be like, go, what? No, go we, ham. we'd be way, way more confrontational and to defend yourself. But you made it clear to us that that's not the case. So I consider this like a little side conversation as if you're taking your friend aside and being like, hey, that thing you're doing, it's not cool. It's hurting my feelings. I know you don't mean it, but could you please stop using this word? Yeah. And if she counters that, just keep repeating it. Say, it hurts me. It hurts me. It hurts me when you do this. There's I'm, no arguing with that. I'm asking you to please stop doing this thing that hurts me. And that should be enough. Honestly, yeah. Here's the thing. You're not asking her to, like, carry the world on her back. Right. You're not asking her to fix society. You're asking her to remove one hurtful word or phrase from her vocabulary when she's around you. Yeah. That's not that much, is it? No. And what the hope is, is that she will self-reflect after this conversation and she will remove the evil connotations that she has in her brain. She'll do some work afterwards to be like, why do I think this way? Like, why is this so evil to me? Like, why? It, maybe she had like a, a, a mom who was like, who made her diet all the time as a kid. Like, there's, there's so much of that. She's probably dealing with her own internalized garbage as well. But that doesn't mean she gets to spew out that internalized garbage and throw the garbage all over your face. True that. No garbage face. No garbage face. I hope this person feels like empowered to, to make this step with their friend. Yeah. And man, you are a very confident and kind person. Because the way that you're describing yourself and the way that you've put up with this for so long, you must be very forgiving and, and have some self-love that you can spread out to your friends. When you go to have this conversation, you are educating them. Yes, yep. absolutely. Yeah. And like, that is like a favor. So I just want to, I just, just so someone says it, I'll say it. If you decide not to do this because it, for your own self-preservation, that's okay too. Yes. That said, if you do it, that's a great courtesy. And I hope your friend will live up to the cool, kind person you are. I agree. I think general, like our in conclusion is, is the conversation worth having? Yes, it is. If she keeps hurting you, because I am sure that your friends don't want to hurt you. Is there a way you can do it in a non-confrontational way? Yeah. 
just couch the whole conversation in, I know that you love me. I know that you are not trying to hurt me personally, but I'm telling you that this thing that you do does hurt me, and I want you to be aware of that. And then, you know, moving forward, if she fucks up, she should say, holy shit, I'm sorry. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could say, okay, move on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Okay. She's like, here's what's happening, kind of. Trin, correct me if this metaphor feels off. She's kicking you without realizing it. Under the table, you're like out to dinner and she keeps kicking you with your chair. And like you can move or you can be like, dude, I can't move. Can you can you stop? Can you stop kicking me, please? Yeah. It's like stop kicking your friends. Stop kicking your friends. Yeah. Just stop doing it. Yeah. And it's like it's even more complicated because she's kicking because society has like internalized this like tick that makes her foot go. <laughs> exactly. You know? Thanks for making this metaphor almost work. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's very close. Yeah. It's almost there. But we don't need to cloud this in metaphors. Everyone should be nice. The end. That's yeah. the whole podcast. You know what? Um, Trin and I aren't afraid to say it. You should be nice. <laughs> I don't want to get any emails from you guys saying, <laughs> I don't want to be nice. Okay? <laughs> Whatever. No, you, you don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You don't have to be nice if you don't want to. You don't have to be nice about this conversation, asker. Yeah, you don't. We never tell people to be nice. We tell people to be kind, but we don't usually tell people to be nice. Yeah, be kind. There it is. Yeah. We always have this nice versus kind situation. Anyway, good luck. I think you're going to do great. I have a feeling that this is going to go okay. Uh, if it doesn't, email us back. Yell at us. We'd yeah, be... if it doesn't, we'd love, I mean, we'd love a follow-up either way. Yeah, yeah. But you don't need to, but if you want to follow up, that do would every... be cool. That'd be a cool yeah. thing. Well, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you want to send us a question or a follow-up, you can do that too at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design. Thank you to Molly Lewis for her incredible theme song. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. And thank you to Alex Cox for always making the studio work. This has been Friendshipping. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. 